Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your Chief Security Fanatic here, and it is Sunday, so we are doing Breaches of the Week. And this week in Data Breaches was just absolutely nuts, but interestingly enough, I think this is going to be a shorter segment, and the reason being is that a lot of this is wrapped up in one big old breach, and you probably know, if you're a long-time listener of mine, what exactly what I'm talking about here. So, before we go on, as always, I want to thank the following people, and that would be Jay Dance, David Little, Jacqueline Wolf, and Chris Fowlon. Guys, thank you very much. And again, if you have a tip for me, send it my way. I'll give you a shout out. And with that, we're going to start what is which is what is with basically sucking up all the oxygen in the room, is what I meant to say. And that is with Move It. Now, Move It, I've been talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks now at this point. And we have some big corporations caught up this past week or two. So with that, We've got the uh, Charles Schwab Corporation and their subsidiary, TD Ameritrade, the financing firm First Source, Radisson Hotels, you've probably stayed in one of their hotels, Deutsche Bank, one of the largest banks in the world, the Pension Benefit uh, Information, LLC, operating as PBI Research Services, they do stuff for the FBI, and Hillsborough County, Florida, yes, the county of Hillsborough, and that is absolutely nuts. And we've got more breaches, but... Like I said, I don't have to dive into any of those because it's all just move it, and here we are. And next week, we'll be back for more move it as well. Moving on, let's talk about the Accreditation Commission for Education in Nursing, or ACEN, because on July 12th, ACEN filed a notice of data breach with the Attorney General of Maine. Now, apparently, they learned that their managed file transfer server was compromised, although they did not say move it in uh, the breach notification, so I'm not sure, but that could be another one, and that obviously resulted in unauthorized information uh, essentially being exposed. Names and social security numbers were included in that, and so upon completing the investigation, they began sending out notices as well. And real quick, we're going to do our mini segment, which is going to be mini, mini this, this week of if you just had better cybersecurity, you wouldn't be getting sued, having to pay a class action lawsuit out, having to pay a lawsuit out, or any one of those things. And this week, it is the Baltimore-based Johns Hopkins Health System, and they were just hit with a class action lawsuit this past Friday earlier in July, alleging uh, basically negligence after they uncovered a third-party data breach back in May. This was filed in the state of Maryland. We will see what happens, but heads up to you if you have anything to do with John Hopkins, research patient or otherwise. And that literally is the only one we've got this week that hasn't been covered already. Moving on, let's talk about the entire country of Indonesia, one of the most populous countries in the world. Over 34 million Indonesian passports were leaked in a massive data breach impacting the country's Immigration Directorate General at the Ministry of Law and Human Rights. Cybersecurity researcher and uh, founder of Ethical Hacker Indonesia, Tegu Aprianto, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, disclosed the breach on his Twitter account, attributing the attack to a hacktivist identified as Bjorka, not Bjork, the Icelandic singer. I hope not anyway. Moving on. Or actually, I should say, moving on to this, the Indonesian authorities are investigating this breach while the threat actor has offered uh, these passports up for sale on the leak site. So there you go. Hopefully, uh, Bjork fans out there, you can breathe easy. We'll find out. Moving on. Let's talk about the Charles George VA Medical Center in East Asheville. I believe that's North Carolina. Uh, basically, uh, a VA Medical Center employee uh, uploaded a wrong document into their secure messaging system known as My Health Vet. Uh, apparently, that's according to the spokesperson, Vance Janes, at the medical center talking to local press. Now, the employee caught the mistake, removed the document, and then reported it on May 12th. After an investigation was initiated that day, it was determined that this basically uh, occurred involving personal information of more than 
1,541 veterans. And what we're talking about is personal information uh, of them that, that could potentially get them run, uh, basically have an identity theft scam run on them. I do not know more than that, but heads up to you if you're a veteran and you use the Charles George VA Medical Center in East Asheville. Moving on. Let's talk about uh, the Royal Bank of Scotland, now part of the Nat West Group. And this is actually an interesting one because a whistleblower is now contacting Nat West customers directly affected by a data breach that forced her to store a huge amount of sensitive information on around 1,600 of the bank's customers in her house for over a decade. Now, the former administration officer at the Royal Bank of Scotland, as I mentioned, now part of the NatWest Group, which is what it was back then, had already uh, basically worked at the bank for 10 years when she began uh, to be sent documents to keep in her house or her home as part of a remote working agreement between 2006 and 2009. Her job was to contact customers using the data to generate mortgage business for the bank. Now, as revealed to Computer Weekly about two years ago. Interestingly enough, the former worker who wishes to remain anonymous has been attempting to get the files, uh, basically to get the bank rather, to take back these customer files, which are in paper, in return for a guarantee in writing that if any of the data is misused, there will be no repercussions on her, which she said the bank has given verbally, but not in writing. She also wants an apology, basically, from the CEO of the bank, uh, Allison Rose, for the nightmare, quote-unquote, that the bank has put her through. But working from home, they literally gave her paper copies of very sensitive information so that she could use her home internet, home phone, whatever it is, to make calls. That is absolutely crazy, so that's some cleanup there, but I couldn't imagine having access to that kind of info. That's absolutely nuts. Moving on, let's talk about gaming hardware company Razer. Now, they're investigating what basically they're referring to as a potential data breach as it relates to the Razer Gold digital currency. Now, the company basically talking to this um, on the publication Polygon about a week ago or so. Now, the monetary device uh, known as uh, Razer Gold is used across multiple video games. Razer began investigating this breach after basically an attacker attempted to sell data for $100,000 US, according to a tweet from the Razer Twitter account. Now, the data breach has not been confirmed by Razer, but a spokesperson talking to Polygon said that the company has, quote, taken all necessary steps to secure its platforms, end quote, after it was alerted to this threat. Now, the attacker, which is calling themselves nationalist, is asking for $100,000 in a cryptocurrency called Monero. Monero basically obfuscates its transaction history, so it's harder to track, harder to trace, and it is uh, basically a preferred currency of threat actors everywhere. So heads up to you if you use Razer Gold for all of your digital currency gaming needs on Razer platforms, you might have an issue coming up, hopefully not. Moving on, let's talk about HCA Healthcare. They are the largest for-profit health system in the United States, and they disclosed for the first time this past Monday that they have a data breach that is affecting 1,038 hospitals and physician clinics across 20 states. This is going to get millions and millions of Americans and also uh, basically some, some people in the United Kingdom hit as well. Now, the cybersecurity event affected about 40% of their facilities. Uh, this is according to them. And uh, basically, they have 180 hospitals and approximately 2,300 ambulatory sites uh, of care across these 20 states on top of uh, basically, or actually, the uh, that is their total. The 1,038 was affected, but they also have facilities in the UK as well. Now, the health system first discovered this incident on July 5th. Now, in, in their statement, 
They basically said attackers stole data from, quote, an external storage location exclusively used to automate the formatting of email messages, end quote. Now, during the data theft incident, the unauthorized party accessed data, including patients' names, home address, email address, phone numbers, dates of birth, and gender data. The attackers also accessed information about patients' health care services, such as appointment dates and locations. So obviously, that's a huge thing. And I have no doubt that we're going to see 1,038 hospitals and physician clinics start to declare across the United States and the United Kingdom. So that's that's going to be a big one. And obviously, I don't know if it'll be necessarily move it big, but uh, I'm sure I'll be reporting on it for weeks, if not months. Moving on, we have some finalies. Like I said, there's a lot of breaches happening today, but most of them are wrapped up in move it. Uh, and so with that, we are going to go with our finalies. And the first one on uh, basically up for finally is Meta, a.k.a. Facebook, because screw them, that's why. Now, here's what's going on. And interestingly enough, this is uh, basically coming from Fox Business. Uh, here's what's up according to them. Senate Democrats are actually calling on the Department of Justice to investigate after a months-long probe reportedly revealed, quote, outrageous, extensive, and potentially illegal sharing of taxpayer-sensitive personal and financial information with Meta by online tax preparation companies, end quote. Now, the lawmakers, including Senators Elizabeth Warren, Ron Wyden, uh, who has been, quite frankly, on the forefront of digital privacy, Ron Wyden is my homeboy on that one, Richard Blumenthal, uh, Tammy Duckworth, Bernie Sanders, and Sheldon Whitehouse released a 54-page report on the issue, also requesting prosecution if a company or individual violated the law. Now, the group, as well as representative in the House, uh, Representative Katie Porter, sent a letter to the Internal Revenue Service, the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration, the Federal Trade Commission, and the Department of Justice that highlighted these findings. Warren's office, Senator, I should say, Warren's office, said that companies shared millions of taxpayers' tax return data, meaning they could face billions of dollars in potential criminal liability. Quote, the findings of this report reveal a shocking breach of taxpayer privacy by tax prep companies and big tech firms that appear to violate taxpayers' rights and may have violated taxpayer privacy law. Relevant enforcement entities, including the IRS, Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration, the Federal Trade Commission, and the Department of Justice should fully investigate this matter and prosecute any companies or individuals who violated the law. End quote. Now, the report also said that tax prep companies use computer code known as pixels or tracking pixels, and we'll talk about that in a second, to send data basically to the tech giants, Meta, for example, as well as Google Analytics. And this is what we are talking about when we are talking about these things. We have seen massive data breaches on the healthcare side, thanks to the Facebooks and Googles of the world, when developers start integrating these tracking pixels. So the last one we saw is that I think it was something like 40% of the top 100 hospitals had this in there. So you'd go to your patient portal, you'd schedule an appointment, or whatever, and that bit of information wasn't just going to the hospital, it was also being scraped by Meta and Google and others because essentially it's integrated and oftentimes developers can make money off of these kinds of things as well. And so that is a huge problem. We have a huge problem with tracking pixels. Personally, I think they should be outlawed. I know there's a lot of people that agree with me. I think the bad outweighs the good here with these kinds of things, especially when we're talking about the consumption of data. But I don't want to really know, or I mean, I don't really want to have, I should say, Meta or Google or anybody uh, essentially understand that when I'm in my patient portal, let's say, you know, sending a message to my doctor or doing it is whatever I'm going to do, 
They don't need to know that information. They don't need to understand who my physician is, nor yours, nor anybody else's. I think this is absolutely outrageous and it obviously, obviously needs to stop. And we have one more finally for you today as well. And this is an understanding of you really need to make sure that you are checking what apps you are installing because two Android apps in this specific case, but iPhone people, this happens to you too. In this case, it's two iPhone apps. Uh, I'm sorry, Android apps have been discovered by a security research company known as Pradeo to be transmitting its user data to China. That's right, two widely used Android apps that have received millions of downloads combined are transmitting user data to China. Now this disclosure obviously uh, you know, is raising uh, a whole bunch of flags, issues, all that kind of stuff. And so those two apps, if you're an Android user, heads up, one is known as File Manager, simple enough, and the other one is known as File Recovery and Data Recovery, and those are the two the apps in question here. Now, both apps were reportedly found in a data breach transferring private user information such as email addresses, device information, GPS locations, and more to servers in China. Uh, Pradeo also claims that although both apps are made to appear like legitimate file management apps, their true purpose is to gather and send private user information to remote servers in China in this case. Now, those dangerous actions include things like data collection and transmission without user agreement, the presentation of intrusive advertisements, and the redirection to malicious websites as well. And so by virtue of that, we really have to understand, make sure that what you are downloading are, are basically legitimate apps. Look for the digital signature. For example, and this is one of the examples I use in a lot of my presentations, is a Vietnamese hacker was caught a while back uh, replicating the Cars driving game that was basically there that kids could look at. It looked exactly like Disney Cars. You could download it and it was giving them adult-themed advertisement like Kim Kardashian's adult video that she made a while back, those kinds of things. And if you're not looking at that digital signature line, that's the one thing that that attacker could not have spoofed. It's not gonna say Disney, it's gonna say whatever that guy's name is, but in this case, you know, you can look for Disney. Make sure you know where the apps are. I always look up apps uh, before I I, I, um, I download them. Where are they located? Do they have privacy policies? You know, are they in a country that is friendly uh, to, to data privacy laws like the European Union in general, all those countries, uh, you know, or Australia, Japan, South Korea, all are really good. United States is okay. Canada, et cetera, et cetera. Make sure that you understand where your apps are coming from. It's so unbelievably important. Otherwise, you may end up literally just sending everything to China. And for the record, we know that this is a pretty standard practice for Chinese apps. TikTok does this. Timu or Tenmu or whatever that other like buying app. Um, I've done a video on that one. That does it as well. They are scraping all of your data. They are sending a whole bunch of telemetry. They're using your phone essentially uh, almost as a command and control to look and probe on the wireless network in your home when you're connected. We know these things. That's not tinfoil hat conspiracy theory stuff. They're actually doing this. It's been proven. It's been written on. It's been researched. I've done videos and podcasts and radio show segments on it and on and on and on. So make sure you know where your data is going. Make sure you've got good apps in your life and just, just try. Just try, try, try. And so those were your breaches of the week. Were you affected? Let me know. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.